Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome back to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. This is episode number 24. If you find that uh, the audio sounds a little goofy today, or more specifically, my speech sounds a little goofy today, I apologize. I just got back from the dentist, and part of my face is numb. I should have recorded this before going to the dentist, but I did not. So, anyways... Um, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it means a lot to me that you will take the time to listen to this each week and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. Um, you know, it, it really does mean a lot to me. I want to get right into, uh, you know, I, I was having some debate with myself on what I wanted to talk about today, what I wanted to cover. Um, I have a couple of things that I, I think I want to talk about, but I want to start with, um, Today, the day I record this is uh, October the 5th, and in uh, the ATA, October the 5th is uh, what we call Founders Day. Um, it is the day uh, that Eternal Grandmaster H.U. Lee passed away um, back in 2000. And I started, I started in the ATA in 1994, um, and uh, was, I had the opportunity to meet Grandmaster a couple of times. I um, you know, did a, a couple of workouts with him, um, at a tournament when I was a colored belt, got to test in front of him at, uh, some regional testings before, um, one or two, uh, I got to, you know, stand in line and get my picture taken and, and sign some, you know, have him sign some of my stuff. Um, and then, uh, at worlds, you know, got to see him there. Um, I didn't get the opportunity to, um, really get to know him as much as I, I have some of the other grandmasters now. Um, but, uh, if you'd ask me which grandmaster was most influential, it, it might be eternal grandmaster. And that's just because of the, the foundation he, he laid out. Now I know there are, um, those of you in the audience who are not ATA members. Um, and so this might not be, you know, that, um, important for you or, or, I don't know. You might um, disagree with some of the things that I say, which is absolutely fine. I'm I'm happy to have other opinions and other things. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people um, complain that um, the history of the ATA, some of the early history, has been uh, revised a little bit. That they've taken out some of the things, um, you know, in the early history about. You know who actually started things in these organizations and stuff, and um, I don't doubt that some of that is absolutely true. Um, you know, when you're when you're for right or wrong, when you're building an organization, um, and you know its early history has some hiccups and some quarrels, and you know martial arts, especially um, you know back when the ATA was was started, um, had a lot of you know, territorial disputes, a lot of things that, uh, you know, come up and people argue with and, and, you know, have disagreements with. So I, I don't doubt those things existed. I, I still don't think that means that we should, um, ignore 
the place in history that um, the ATA uh, might have um, found. Uh, it's, you know, one of the only organizations uh, that has ever, I, I think it's the only organization of its size that has survived the passing of its founder without having um, it split into five different organizations or, or whatnot. And and are, were there, you know, was there an exodus of some people of the organization um, shortly after Eternal Grandmaster passed away? Yes, certainly there was. I, I remember sitting, um, you know, driving some some places with my instructor after Eternal Grandmaster died, um, and you know, contemplating what would happen if we if we had to leave the ATA if we if we didn't know if we didn't feel that the the organization went the way Eternal Grandmaster wanted to. Um, and I've, I've, you know, there have been things over the last 15 years that I disagree with. And there's been things over the last 15 years that I think are fantastic. Um, what, what I think is most important that we remember, um, on this day, uh, is, is the, the positive, is the vision that Eternal Grandmaster had. Now, I don't know about you guys, but even just in running my own school, um, you you create a vision and you try to carry it out, and you stumble and you mess up and things. And when I, you know, when I'm old and and hopefully my vision is succeeded and and is carried on, um, I, I hope you know we don't spend all this time focusing on what I screwed up. Um, and I think that's sometimes what happens, um, but. This the the ATA, you know, and I again, I know there are a lot of people who have lots of opinions on the organization. Um, I am a, a a fervent fan and supporter. Um, I that does not mean I I um, walk blindly um, and follow blindly. I I question things and I talk to my seniors and I follow the chain of command and. Um, expressing uh, my opinions on things. Um, but uh, I am part of a an organization that is a martial arts organization, which means there's um, a military background. And there are some times that we take orders that, you know, we don't necessarily like. That doesn't mean they're wrong orders. They're just not, you know, my preference. But we need to look at the, the vision, the, the overall... Um, message the the goal of what uh, organizations have, and, and Eternal Grandmaster was uh, just amazing at setting this out. Um, you know, in in creating this organization that is is such a a family atmosphere, is such a close knit um, organization um, that is focused on helping others, um, building people up. Um, you know, creating leaders, um, helping, you know, improve the world. That That's something that we're very focused on doing. Do other things pop up sometimes and we get sidetracked on things? Yes. Okay. I read a... <laughs> I read a, a post just yesterday on, a, on, on Facebook about somebody who was angry about something and they complained that like, oh, you know, my, uh, this, this family that I, you know, was, I thought this was a family and this is how, you know, I'm being treated or something like that. I don't know exactly the details. Someone was complaining about something. And I thought, um, 
are you part of a family? Because I know I fight with my family. <laughs> I know that I have disagreements. I know that there are things that we have problems with. Um, but that doesn't change that they're my family. And, and deep down at its core, we are all aiming for the same thing. We are, we are, uh, the vision is the same. How we get there, who focuses on uh, slightly different parts of the vision is, is different. But we, we all focus on that one thing. And that's what I was frightened about in 2000 when um, my instru- I was at college. I was in an art class. And uh, my instructor called me and said, hey, sir, you know, Grandmaster passed away. And, you know, I was, we, we knew what was coming. We, we figured it was, it was coming soon. Um, but, you know, those are, those are the questions I started to have over the next couple of months was, you know, will this vision, will this uh, overall understanding of the ATA and, and what its aim is continue? And, and I'm pleased to say it has, you know, 15 years later, I've spent more time in the ATA um, without Eternal Grandmaster than I have with. I have had the great honor and privilege of um, training under uh, Grandmaster Emeritus Sunho Lee. Uh, And he is the quintessential example of a leader who was an amazing follower. You know, I think all the time I was... uh, coming up and Eternal Grandmaster was around, I never, I cannot remember in my entire uh, early martial arts training ever seeing or doing any class or anything with um, Grandmaster uh, Sunho. And yet, and so I remember being at the World Championships when he became the Grandmaster. And I remember thinking, oh man, we're we're in trouble. Not because I, I thought he couldn't do it, but I, I didn't know the guy. And he wasn't Grandmaster, uh, Eternal Grandmaster. Um, and I'll tell you, his his tenure as, as Grandmaster was um, fantastic. He was um, just what the ATA needed uh, to keep this family together. And... He he did some some great things, and you know, in a, in an earlier podcast, I talked about my time getting to train with him and, and just a couple other people for a weekend um, earlier this year. And still to this day, I mean, his influence is something the ATA very much needs to continue to to embrace. So on on this day, on Founders Day, I think it's important to think about uh, our history as martial artists, not just as ATA members, if you're an ATA member, but our our vision, our purpose, what what we're doing this for, why do you why do you show up to your school every day and teach classes? Why do you um, kick? Why do you, you you punch? why why are you training? what? are you doing to continue the the vision um, that either your organization set forth, that you as an individual set forth, that, that martial arts is something that's been done for, you know, hundreds and thousands of years has been, why, why are you doing it? And if it's, if it's just because 
you want to make a bunch of money or you want retirement or or you you know it's a good way to make a living um you know maybe you should look at that uh i'll tell you uh every every founders day i get out um, my absolute favorite issue of uh the magazine our organization put out and it's uh the the memorial issue of uh the passing of eternal grandmaster and it's got his picture on the front of it in his silks uh, the last world championships he was there and he, he looks pretty sick. He's, his, his hair is, um, falling out and he, he doesn't look fantastic. Um, but I, I still love the picture, um, because though he, he is, um, weak in some ways, it shows uh, a lot of strength in the picture and it's got a lot of great things in it. Um, you know, it's got the decree, uh, from, the other uh, grandmasters in other martial arts styles uh, together, giving uh, Eternal Grandmaster a tenth degree black belt. Recently, at a at a protect camp, I we got a, a story from one of the gentlemen who was part of that, and talking about how that was difficult to do. How you know, getting these other organizations to, um, you know, because fighting amongst organizations is is kind of something we're good at. Um, how it 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 took some time to get that all all. Um, together. But they understood in the end that, uh, you know, what Eternal Grandmaster did, even though there were some faults and, you know, I'm sure everything wasn't perfect. It, uh, what he did was a big thing. But my absolute favorite part of the whole magazine is, um, the decree for the master's council. And it, it goes through, um, well, let me, let me read part of it to you here. Whereas, as is written in the scroll of scrolls of Song Am, that mortal life is short, yet in the millions of days still to come, there is much to do and many generations of students yet to teach. And whereas, as the Grand Master of Song Am, I am duty bound to ensure the techniques, traditions, and philosophies of Song Am will continue to be nourished and improved with the knowledge and skills of each new generation. And whereas. Song Am, just as the pine tree for which Song Am was named, will forever continue to be a symbol of unchanging human loyalty, longevity, respect, and happiness. It must continue to branch out and join the east, west, north, and south, spreading Song Am to all corners of the world. Now, therefore, I, Ang Ung Li, De Sabo Nim, Grandmaster of Song Am Taekwondo, decree that I have established a council of my most loyal and dedicated masters. I've entrusted the techniques, philosophies, and traditions of Song Am to this council. Each member has contributed greatly to the evolution of Song Am, and they are all a part, a large part of what it is, what it has become. This master's council, combined with the support of all current and future Song Am masters, will create a new life force in the martial arts of incredible strength. Together, you will guide us as we journey into the future. Children of Song Am, I give you the Master's Council. And then it lists the, the individuals who were added to the Master's Council at that point. And then my absolute favorite line um, is, is at the very bottom before uh, Grandmaster's signature. It says, Into your hands I place my life's work and my most valuable treasure, our Song Am family. And... You know, I'll tell you when I when I first read that, and as I went through those first early years with Grandmaster having passed away, 
um, I was worried. You know, I I was not sure, and and this was my fault, but I was not sure that all of those individuals might have that in mind, and that might have been naive of me to you know, as this person who didn't even know Grandmaster to to not trust the individuals there in the Master's Council to to carry on the vision. I'll say that uh, I, I have been very pleased. Um, I, I think those individuals take that that decree, that last line about being entrusted with the Songham family, I think they take that very seriously. And that's something I greatly respect and appreciate. And I think we, we as things change, whether that be in your own martial arts school, um, whether that be in your organization, whether that be, I don't know, in the world, we need to look at the changes and and think about them in terms of um, the vision of too often we jump to the conclusions and say that well the people at the top are doing this just for and insert some nefarious reason um, you know and I don't think that's always true I don't think that's always not true I think you know that does happen but you know I I, I think we we need to keep in mind that there are obligations that people have um, that they take very seriously and, and deep that we need to remember and that we need to take very seriously. You know, when you're teaching at your own school, you know, um, last week uh, I talked about the, what problem are you solving? You know, as kind of uh, understanding your, your sales and, and what you're doing to meet the market um, and your marketing and those kind of things. But um, and there's there's been earlier episodes when we've talked about a vision. You know, we, we have to have things that, that guide us uh, and making sure that we stay in that path. And so uh, today, October 5th, 2015, 15 years after the passing of Eternal Grandmaster, I think it's important to um, look at our own individual visions, look at uh, our organizations, um, our you know the things that we're part of, and make sure that we are carrying on um, the the proper visions for ourselves and for others. You know, and I'll tell you, uh, I went to a, a training this weekend that uh, had a lot of great things involved, um, some things I really enjoyed, some great lessons. Um, but there were part of it, there was part of it that made me question um, whether we're following the vision the way we should or not. Um, and so I, I'm always trying to keep that in check and ask myself, are, is this taking me further away from from what Eternal Grandmaster wanted, is it taking me closer? Is it a vehicle for taking me closer? Can it be abused? Can it be changed? Um, there are a lot of things that go into that. Um, and uh, I was going to use today's episode to kind of talk about that, what I what what I experienced this weekend, but I think I'm going to save that because I, I don't want to, I don't want to squabble or, or, um, bring up things that I have problems with in the same 
in the same breath that I, I am talking about um, the vision and carrying that on. I think there's something to be said. There's something very important uh, about being a loyal uh, member of your your school, you know, your organization, whether that be you and your instructor and a couple of people, uh, you know, a couple other schools, or if you're a large worldwide organization like the ATA. And this is not just for martial arts, but for any kind of thing, whether, you know, other business or other organization or whatnot. We can have um, disagreements and um, debates and honest conversation about how things should be. Uh, and But those should be done more often in, pub- in private and not in public. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to bring up things that I think the martial arts industry as a whole we should be looking at and we should be questioning. Um, but I, I try not to – and I, I that doesn't mean I you won't find – you know, an episode of this podcast or a conversation you've had with me or whatever where I've said, oh, no, I think that's absolutely wrong. But I, I try to think about both sides. I try to think about how people are on, on all sides of the issue and not um, jump on their backs about something different that they might be doing or not doing or whatnot. But um, I do want to have a conversation in the future about what what – our purposes in the martial arts industry. And I think there are lots of different purposes. I don't think there's one purpose in particular that we should be doing. But, uh, this, this seminar I went to this, this weekend gave me some, some thoughts, some things I, I'd love to discuss with you guys, um, kind of about, uh, the purpose of martial arts a little bit, um, you know, and, and just some thoughts. No, I, I don't, have any place to tell people what they should or shouldn't do as their own school and what I think they should do as what's important for them. But I think it's certainly something we can talk about. But, but I want to leave you today with, um, you know, this, this idea of looking at your vision, you know, um, spending time. If you are an ATM member learning about eternal grandmaster, Yes, you know, I'm sure there's some stories you can hear that about early days that, you know, we've whitewashed or whatever. I, I don't care. I, I think we need to look at um, the overall vision, what he created, the fact that, you know, there are thousands and thousands of people's lives who have been touched because of a vision that this man had. And, uh, it, it has helped the lives of, of, you know, thousands improve their life in many, many ways. And I think that's something to be honored and to be remembered and to be modeled. So that's what I want to leave you with today. Like I said, if you're not an ATM member, this episode might not be um, as important to you as it is to to me and some other people. But uh, I think there are things you can take away from this that might uh, still be interesting to you. Again, if you are not a uh, member of our private Facebook group, um, you need to make sure you you do that. Head over to mediacompany.me, mediacompany.me, to check out uh, all the stuff we have going on. Um, there should be a place there where you can uh, join the Facebook group and our email list and all that kind of stuff. I'd really appreciate it. Really soon, I'm going to be releasing the results. I've almost finished the PDF um 
the report that's got all the information about staffing of martial arts industry staffing. I, I'm going to have a webinar that I'm going to present with that information too, because there's a couple of things that really were surprising to me that I think um, we can all take a little information from. So that'll be coming up then as well. Make sure you, like I said, if you're in the Facebook group, if you're on our email list, you'll be able to get that information right away when uh, I post it and send that stuff out. So make sure you check that out. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying the podcast, please, please share it with another martial arts instructor or school owner so they can learn from it as well. And we can all start uh, conversations. That's what I want to do, I want to, you know, have a conversation of uh, martial arts school owners. I'm no expert, you know. I've just been doing this for a while, and I have opinions, and some can be wrong, and some can be right. And I just want to have conversations about the martial arts industry and and being a school owner, and you know, the business and the lifestyle and everything. So, I appreciate you tuning in today. Until next time, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.